Blog Talk Radio. All right, all right. All right, all right. Bring it in. Amen, amen. Welcome, amen, to Randy Love Ministries. I am Overseer Tim Jackson. Amen. I have my brother on the line with me, amen, as a co-host today. Amen. Very much known as the Watchman on the Wall, Elder Bazaar. Amen. We thank God for him being here. We thank God for this opportunity to bring you this message today. Amen. Of the church. Amen. And the church is about to go home. We're so grateful for this opportunity. We'd like to thank Derek Oliver and his team for Chaos Talk Radio. Amen. For this opportunity to spread the gospel of our Lord and Savior, Yeshua. Amen. We thank his heavenly Father, Yahweh, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. We are so grateful for our ability to preach the gospel. Amen. This is one of the greatest calls. Amen. 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 It's the greatest call in existence to preach the gospel. Amen. So it's a blessing to be a partaker in this ministry of the gospel of our Lord and Savior. Amen. The Great Commission to redeem men's souls back to salvation and back to the Most High God, Yahweh. Amen. 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 We thank my, thank, our, thank my brother for being on the air. Amen. Tomorrow we'll be on the air with him tomorrow. Amen. To preach the gospel. Amen. He will be doing the same thing tomorrow. Likewise, we'll be spreading the gospel. Amen. Our message today will be the church age is over. 2,000 years. <laughs> Amen. 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 The church age is over. Amen. 2,000 years. Amen. And I'm just going to point out a few things. I'm going to let my brother say a prayer. I'm going to point out a few things that you may ask and say, well, why do you feel that the church age is over? Amen. Now, understand, amen, because we have to, to set this out as a disclaimer. We are not saying, nor are we trying to predict when Christ is going to return, but we believe based on the things that we are experiencing in, in this world, in this life, at this time, in this moment in time, there's just so many things that point to the return of Christ. Amen. We're going to go over those things today. Amen. We're going to go over those things today. One thing that I want to point out, though, before I turn over to the brother to say a quick prayer, I want to point out to you that this is the one thing that the Holy Spirit has been dealing with me. And I've always said, why now? Because if you all have been listening to us for the past couple of years, since 2020 and before, I told you before that I didn't think that this would happen during our lifetime. I didn't think that I would be alive on the earth, that this, this wasn't even a thought in my mind. This wasn't even a possible thought. I didn't even think it possible that Christ may or could return in my lifetime. While I'm alive, I never thought that. I always thought that maybe my children would see it when they got my age or older. I always thought, oh, well, I'll be long gone in the grave and that my uh, great-grandkids or grandkids would witness this. And, again, I'm not predicting when he's coming back, but I'm, I'm saying based on the things that we see now, I've been asking why now. And one of the things, one of the things that the Holy Spirit said to me is because the world must, the world must reach its height of sin, of wickedness, of yes. Luciferian service. And let me tell you why. Why the time is now. We look back at 6,000 years to now. Since Adam and Eve handed over the deed of this world to Lucifer, since the Babylonian system began, come on, man is able to do more now 
in a form of wickedness than any other time in history. Yes, and sir. I'm going to use porn because I know the brother has said sex has, is the one sin that really has mankind shackled. In other words, <laughs> Come on sin now. is the one habit that man is the hardest thing to break, and it is. You, you know, it's probably more easier to break away from drugs and alcohol and anything else, but but sex is the one sin that seems to have a, a a hold on man that's so hard to break. See, people don't think that sex is like a drug, but it is. You they, people people are addicted to sex. They are, and it's uh-huh. the one thing that's probably the hardest to break away from than any other sin is sex. Now, let me show, I'm gonna use porn as an example. Porn is used over the internet. Now. You think about drugs and alcohol. You can't you can't do anything with drugs in another country. You can't. But porn is worldwide. You get on the internet Come on now. and see things worldwide. And I have to say that because I want to use that an analogy with what Daniel said. Right. Daniel said that knowledge will be spread to and fro. We have so much information. Information travels so fast. Now, remember, we know that the Bible, the translation of that, because there's another scripture. I just can't think of where it's at. I know the brother know, but I just can't think of it right now. The translation of that is that the knowledge of God, the knowledge of the word of God, will be so sought after in the end times. In the last yes. day. That's now. More people, do you know that the Bible is the number one, still the number one selling book in the world? I remember that when I first got saved, they said that 23 years ago. They said that the number one selling book in the world is the Bible. I was like, wow, I never knew that. The Bible still today, I've been saved now for 23 years. God bless me to be saved. April 15, 2023, 23 years. And the Bible is still the number one most, especially now in the last two years, Bible sales have gone through the roof. Because why? Because of the pandemic. And there was one thing in the pandemic that stood out that said to the people who believed God that, hey, something is going on. And the one thing I know I said this from the beginning, I'll never forget. When they came out with the mass mandate in April 2020, they came out with the mass mandate. They mandated that the entire world, and Africa was the last place to, to, to really mandate because everybody else was wearing masks. The Africans weren't really on board with it. I'll never forget that the Africans were not on board with it. They were like, why are we putting on masks? And Africa was also the one place on the planet that was least affected by COVID-19. Come on. And Come I'll on. never forget when they said, Put your mask on. Then after the African government, they, they made a call. The governments of the world said, hey, you guys got to get on board. Then, when that happened, I said to myself, this is similar to the mark of the beast. This is come what on. the mark of the beast is going to look like. The, the, when the Antichrist come on the scene, okay? Now, remember, we're going to get to it. Remember what the subject is. The subject is the church age is over. That's the subject. <laughs> And 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 when when um they when when the mark of the beast when he come on the scene once the church is gone he's going to mm-hmm. implement amen after three and a half years because remember he's gonna first thing he gonna do 
he gonna he gonna cause peace. Cause remember, look 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 what's happening in the world between China, with Russia, and with the United States and Europe. There's been there's been some noise talking going on. Yeah. You know, you know Russia's already beating up on Ukraine, and they said they are not stopping. And no. now Putin is getting frustrated. Why? Because his men are now becoming this almost mad because they're losing too many people. The country is mad at him for for beating up on Ukraine, and yeah. he's getting frustrated. So now he's talking about using extensive force. He's already using these, these missiles. He's already pounding Ukraine. Come on. And the world is also getting mad at Europe and America for sitting back watching. China's already said, they've already toasted over a little over a month ago. They toasted. We saw that online. Go on YouTube yes. and look at it with Chinese uh, 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 head, the leader of China, and Putin, they toasted. So we see this battle going on, and now China said, we're about to take over what? Taiwan. Come on. Amen. Come on. And so now we're basically stirring at World War Three. World so War once III. the church is gone, amen, They're brother, gone. once the church is gone, the Antichrist is going to have us a peace treaty signed. He's going to sign with Israel. It's going to be a peace treaty. He's going to come speaking. He's going to, he, you remember Revelation 6, when it talks about the Antichrist, he has a, a, a bow with no arrow, meaning that he's going to represent the world. In a, in a way that the world leaders cannot represent themselves. He's going to speak in the way. Come and on, like preacher. the brother said, world's going to look to this man and say, oh, we found a leader. Look at this guy. We got a leader. And he's going to come in, and he's going to soothe it over. They're going to stop the, the nuclear war. It's going to be a little bit, not a, not enough, because God's not going to allow them to destroy the world. It's going to be some, it's going to be some fire. It's going to be some lots of casualties. But he's going to stop that. He's going to say, no, we got a more peaceful resolve. And he's going to come. And after three and a half years, he's going to what? He's going to renege on his negotiation. And he's going to implement the 666. This is funny because I was just sharing this because, you know, people were concerned. If, and some people are still concerned that the church is going to be here. People saying, how are we going to prepare? Well, let me show you something. And I'm curious. Come on, bro. Let me show you something. Revelation, the third chapter, verse 10. Okay? Now, I'm going to read Revelation 3 and 3 before I read Revelation 3 and 10. Revelation 3 and 3 says, Remember, therefore, how thou hast received and heard, and hold fast and repent. If therefore thou shalt not watch, I will come on thee as a thief, and thou shalt not know what hour I will come upon thee. All now, right. I'm going to come back to this verse, but I want to say something about verse 3. Remember, we are to watch for Christ as the church. Those of us that are saved with the Holy Spirit, we're watching. We are We're reading. We're studying. about. We know that the signs of the time, the things that's going on in the world, we're watching for what? We're watching for Christ. He said, watch, because I will come on thee as a thief. And thou shalt not know what hour I will come upon thee. Who is he talking to when he said, and thou shalt not know? Remember, this is Christ speaking. Remember, this is yeah. Revelation 3. This is within the body of church. How many churches were there? Seven churches. How many churches come were on, found preacher. worthy? Two. How many churches were not found worthy? Five. Remember, there are people who are going to church that's not saved. 
This come is on. who Christ is talking to. I will come upon thee as a thief. Those of you that are playing, that are planning the other things, you're not studying Christ. You're just going to church. But deep in your <laughs> heart, on, you have not confessed with your mouth. You are lukewarm. You have not believed in your heart. You are lukewarm. This is who Christ is talking to. He's not talking to me and Elder Bazaar and those of us who have received Christ, and we're reading and studying our Bible, and we're watching for Christ. We're teaching this. He's not talking to us. He's not going to come on us as a thief because why? We are looking for him. Looking. So that means from now to the time we go to the grave, Amen. If that happens, but I don't know. I don't believe we're going to get to see the grave. Amen. He is saying, we are looking up. Do you know that when, when Christ ascended up with, with, uh, uh, with Elijah and, and Moses, do you know that when they saw him, he said, men of Galilee, why do you stand there gazing up? He said, for the same Christ that is leaving now will return in the same like manner like with the clouds. In other words... Those people who saw him, they thought they were, look, they were looking for the rest of their life. That was an example to the church to watch for Christ. Once you were with Christ, once you were in Christ, we ought to always be watching for him. Because they thought he was going to come back in their lifetime. Amen? But it was yes, revealed sir. later that, according to, to the apostle John, that it was going to be at a later time. When John, years later after Christ had left, amen, had went up. Remember, he was on the Isle of Patmos. He wrote Revelation. It was revealed that, okay, this is going to be in a time long after we are gone that Christ yeah. is going to return. Amen. Amen. Brother, go ahead and break down that prayer. We're going to come Ooh. back and we're going to talk about the church. It's too hot to Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we come to you in prayer right now, thanking you, Lord, for your love and your mercy. Lord, we ask you right now, the, let the Holy Ghost move and talk and walk and let the world know that the son of God, the living God, the Elohim, the one that died on Calvary's cross is coming back to this earth. Lord, we don't know what hour, we don't know what day, but the design and the season, we are on ball. We are looking for you to come because there's a perfect season that you're going to come in. You're coming in the fall. Lord, have mercy. And the fall months is uh, 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 August, September, and October are the fall months. We don't know what day. We don't know what hour. We don't know what second. But when, let me tell you, the Lord said, look up for your redemption's door now. We ask you right now in the name of Jesus, Lord, let your word yes, go Lord. out. It's not what we say. It's not what we think. It's not what we're guessing at. But you say when you see these things come to pass, we are to prepare ourselves. That means yes, individually, Lord. in every individually person that don't know Jesus Christ, need to know Jesus on, Christ. God. And those that know yeah. Jesus Christ, we are looking, we are hoping, because we know the Come world on. is on his last leg. We know the world is saying right now, we don't believe in that stuff. We ain't can't concerned about that. We're going to continue to do what Woo! we're doing. But we ask you right now in the name of Jesus, Lord, let your word go out in a mighty way. And as I give it in back to way. the brother, and then he's going to give it back to me, and we're going to roll with this. Because yes, Jesus Lord. Christ said, this is what Christ said. I didn't say it. He said, up on this mm-hmm. rock, I'm going to build my church, and the gates right. of hell shall not prevail against. And the rock is Jesus Christ. And we thank you for it. In Jesus' name, I'm going to say to the church, amen. Go ahead, brother. Work with it. Amen. You can hand it back to amen. me. Amen, bro. That was a very, very 
powerful prayer, brother. Very, 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 very powerful prayer. Amen. Thank you for that, brother. Revelation, the 22nd chapter. I'm going to come back to I ain't, I ain't forgot about Revelation 3. All right. The brother prays such a powerful prayer that we want as many people to get into the kingdom before it's too late. And it's happening. I'm seeing posts online. People said they, they got they gave the life to Christ. I'm meeting people out here in the world saying that they gave their life to Christ, that they're reading their Bible more. All glory be to, to, to the most high God, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. We thank him for salvation. We pray at this day and hour for nothing more than more salvation. It's time out to stop praying for cars and houses and land and wealth and money and jewelry and clothes and shoes Come and on, stuff that's going to deteriorate. But it's time to pray more for salvation. Amen. We pray praise. We thank him for his son, his ultimate sacrifice. We thank him for his Holy Spirit for going forward and, and, and just 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 engaging in men and giving us the strength and the mindset. Regardless of what we go through in the world, amen, we, we press our way. Right now I'm working two jobs, amen, I'm pressing my way. I told the brother I was so tired. I had a long week this past. We worked so many hours, but I'm grateful to God. Amen. We got to give God the thanks and all that that we do, all yeah. that we go through. Amen. This is only just for a short season. I'm working two jobs. It's just only for a season. Amen. And I'm so grateful for God for the opportunity that he laid before me. But at this hour, we are praying for what? We are praying for Ooh. salvation. Amen. That's salvation. what we're praying for. Revelation 22nd chapter, verse 7 says, Behold, I come what? Quickly. Blessed is he that keepeth the saying of the prophecy of this book. He's coming to get the church quickly. Amen. He's coming to get the church. And, and, and we need to be ready. Amen. Amen. We, we got to be ready. We are preparing the world. Amen. For this. That's why I have to read Revelation 3 and 3 because I want you to understand those of us, this is within the text of the church. And this was to the church of Sardis. Amen. We Amen. are in the last church age, the church of Laodicea. Brother, I saw a video the other day that said, and I knew this about it because it said the most wealthiest preachers in the world. And I believe Kenneth Copeland, I believe is either him or the other guy. I can't remember the other guy's name. He's, the other, uh, 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 he's a, another guy that's really. Benny, yeah. Benny it's another guy. He's on, he's on a network. Uh, he's always, um, I can't think of his name. It's not Benny Henson. That's another guy. I can't think of his name, but All right. he's always huh. I, I'm, I'm gonna find out who, what, what his name is. I'm probably gonna pull up here in a minute. Uh, but but Kenneth Copeland is worth seven hundred and sixty million dollars. Dollars, but I couldn't believe it. Seven hundred and sixty million dollars. Amen. We are officially. With no doubt, we are in the last church age. That's we're why we it. know that the church is getting ready to go. We're in the church of Laodicea. Man, it, brother, I, I tell you, it's a shock to me that not very many preachers are preaching on this. I go to churches. I hear preachers around the city. And it's like, brother, do you not know where we are? Come on. Lord have mercy. We are at the end. Amen. 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 We are in, we, we, hey, come on, brother. Say it again. Church age is over. The church age is over, brother. Uh, uh, I, I don't know what people are thinking, you know, but but the church age is we are at the end. Amen. 
And yeah. I'm gonna find out. I'm gonna find out who what what this preacher is. It says the most wealthiest pastor. This is one guy. There we go. Ken Coleman. They got him at number one. He's number one. So, uh, Pat Robinson. That's his name. He's yeah. worth a hundred million. Pat. That was his name. Pat Robinson. Uh, Benny Hinn is worth forty-two million. Uh, Joel Osteen's worth forty million. Creflo Dollar's worth twenty-seven million. Billy Graham, his net worth was twenty-five. He's worth twenty-five million. Uh, Rick Warren, he's worth twenty-five million. George, my net worth is eight million. Amen. I know that. Uh, I don't know why Jason's not there. I know he's in there. They just didn't have it on this particular site. But I want to say that to say this. And I'm not trying to trying to call them out. I know a lot of people, you know, love love these different preachers. Amen. I know the Reverend, he 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 he'll call them out. Amen. You know, <laughs> he know he he got he got that information. Amen. He, he got yeah. that information. Amen. But I want to say, Amen. I'm gonna share a share a scripture with you. Revelation the third chapter verse seventeen. The church age is almost over. With. Amen. It's, it's almost over. done. Amen. Revelation three and seventeen says, "Because thou sayest." I am rich and increased with goods and have need of nothing. That is talking about physically wealthy, physically rich. Mean yeah. in the bank. I got thirty million in the bank. I got five million in the bank, but I got ten million in assets. Assets means my the cost of my house, my cars, my clothes, yeah. my land, yeah. my real estate, my jewelry. Yeah. That, that that that's your that's your worth. That makes up your net worth. And because a lot of people don't know what that stuff means. So I know what it means because I worked in banking for many years, and I also worked in mortgage for many years. And anytime we used to, when I used to underwrite the law, we used to have to calculate your worth. We knew, like, like when I had customers, they had money, they had $70,000 in the bank. I had to find out how much was the liquid asset. In other words, if they need to go to the bank today and get money out or write a check, what's your liquid? Meaning that uh, I got money already set aside. Or, 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 or hard asset, or maybe they can liquidate. How fast could they liquidate? Maybe they own the boat. The boat was worth $100,000. How long would it take for us to cash out and get the cash for that boat? That's the type of stuff we had to used to know when we used to do certain things and used to look at people's net worth to say, okay, I own this. I got this much cash. And so that's what that means anyway. That's what that means when the Scripture says, I am rich and increased with goods, houses, Cars, clothes, jewelry, land, that's the goods. I am increased with goods and have need of nothing. Man, let me tell you something. If you got $10 million in the bank or at least access to half half of that $5 million cash in the bank, don't you know you have need of nothing? Come on. You, you don't, Come on. You, you're not going to go hungry if you got $10 million in the bank. Come on. You're not going you're not gonna be naked. Amen. Because your basic need is what? Roof over your head, clothes in your back, shoes in your feet, yeah. on the table. And that's yeah. your basic needs. Amen. You you you're not affected by the elements, the wind, the the rain, the sun, you're not hot or cold. You're not affected by that. Amen. You you you're Come you're, on, you're barely not grumbling. You ain't poor. So we are in what? The Laodicean church age. Now what church age? And knowest not thou art wretched. Don't you know that a lot of these folks that got money are miserable? It makes wretched. me wonder, brother. It makes me wonder why people commit suicide and are rich. It says, art wretched and miserable. 
Brother, I remember a long time ago when I was a young man, I used to feel aircraft at this little, it used to be a private, it used to be called an FBO, where it is a privately owned aircraft base where private planes and jets come in to get fuel. And we used to fuel those planes. I'll never forget, brother, uh, one day I was at work, and this this nice jet came in. It's a nice jet, beautiful jet. It's a little jet. Came in, parked. I remember the guys used to tell me, this guy here, he's rich. You know, he, he's a million, multi-millionaire. It was back in the early 90s. And, uh, yeah. you, know, he, he, you know, he came in his jet. And uh, he came in and went into the main FBO part, you know, with the office where they go in the lounge, get coffee, drinks, you know, sit down and talk, relax, they get back on the plane and go back out. Well, this particular guy that owned the plane, the jet plane, he went into this to the bathroom, and we heard a gunshot. And the people went running there to see what happened, went another to go check on who was in the bathroom. The guy went in one of the, 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 the um, he was, um, what do you call it? He was one of the mechanics. He used to work on the plane. He ran in there. His name was Rusty. He ran in there into the, to the uh, bathroom and saw the man dead on the floor. The man had blew his brains out. Killed himself. Uh, uh, uh. Lord have mercy. And we were just, we was like, why would he kill himself? There's a man that most of us would probably trade our financial life for his in a heartbeat. Man, you talking about people where we go to work every day on a job, we would trade our financial life for his in a heartbeat. This man owned a jet plane. Supposed to be a millionaire. Now, I don't know what, what was his situation, what was going on, but Somebody came back and said that the man had cancer. He was dying of cancer. But see, when you have Christ, and I'm not saying that he did or didn't, but I'm just saying most people who live that type of lifestyle, we know that most of them don't have Christ. Come on, We know that most of them haven't given their life to God. Come on. And God said, I will put no more on you than you can bear, even though you may have a terrible illness. The Holy Spirit and God is Christ is there holding your hand. You know that God got you, and you know that one day the trumpet is going to sound. Though you may die in this body from cancer, from kidney failure, from from I don't know what a, what the situation is. Maybe a sugar diabetes, whatever. Maybe it be a heart attack, from heart disease. You may leave this world naturally, but God said, I have the power to restore you. When the trumpet yeah. sounds, Christ made a promise to the church. Yeah. He's going to come back. He's going to sound those trumpets and come Woo. back and get them. And it just made me think, wow. You know, this man took his life. I was young at the time. I wasn't even, I wasn't saved. I wasn't in church. Hmm. But I just remember, I'm like, why would he, even though he had cancer, why would he kill himself? Obviously, you still have a lot to live for. I mean, you ain't dead yet. Maybe you got a week. Maybe you got a month. Maybe you got three months. Maybe you got six months. But that's time that you still have here to enjoy with your wife and kids, your family. Lord, you obviously got the money to enjoy them. Why not just enjoy them until God calls you home? But see, that, but see, you know, again, the Bible talks about those that are rich. It says, it says and know that thou art wretched and miserable and yeah. poor and blind. And then that, yeah. now watch this. Notice how the scripture trans trans <laughs> transitions from the natural to the spiritual. And I tell people all, all the time, right. all things are spiritual before they're natural. The first portion of this verse, all the way down to where it says nothing, is trans thus contains the natural. You are rich, and increase with good. See, that's worldly wealth, and need of nothing. That's worldly. That's that's materialistic. 
Mm-mm. So you see it transition from the from the material, from the world, yeah. from the natural to the spiritual. And when it gets to when it says, and knowest not that thou art wretched, now it's transition to the spiritual. People who, a lot of people are miserable in this world. They're miserable. Miserable. That's a spiritual thing. You're miserable. That's a spiritual thing. See, money can't make you happy. Sex can't make you happy. A good job can't make you happy. No. A refrigerator full of food and stuff, material things cannot make you happy. You have to Natural, worldly things can't. Happiness, joy. Love comes from within. You got Come to on. love your step. You got to, you, you got to be happy from within. Say I'm happy regardless of my situation. I can be going through things, but I, you know we don't let the world see it. You know you remember no. the saying, "Never let them see you sweat," because I got God on the inside, and yes, I tell sir. myself yes, even when I'm going through something, I can be down to my last dime, brother. I still look up and tell God, "Thank you," Come and on, I'm happy. Up. Because you want to know yeah. why? I'm saved, number one. I know that one day he's going he gonna to give me my heart desire, more than what I can even desire or even imagine. Come and on, God Christian. has the power to pull me out of any natural situation yeah. that may, may yeah. be bad or worse. He has the power to pull me out according to his will and when he desires. Amen? Come on. And then the scripture Come said on. that you're poor. You're poor spiritually. You're blinded by the by Lucifer. That's what you're blind by, and you're naked spiritually. In other words, when you die, your garment that's spotted by sin, amen, and you're going to be naked amen. spiritually. You're not covered by the blood of Christ. Come on, that's preacher. what it's talking about. Brothers and sisters, I'm going to turn over to the brother, amen. The hour is almost at 30 after I'm going to turn over to the brother. But I want you, I want you to know. That the church change is almost over. See, it's we over. may not know the day or the hour because the Bible said, Christ said, I don't even know. But my Father in heaven knows. We don't know the come day on. or the hour when Christ comes back. But but we know, according to the scripture, that the age that we we know that we're in the last church age. If nothing we're else, can nobody tell us that we're not in the last days and no. we're not in the last church age. No. We know that for a fact. And because come of that, on. the Bible, according to Revelation 3 and 3, we need to be watching more careful. Revelation, the third chapter, amen, is the last part of the churches. Amen. It contains the last church, which is the Laodicean church, which was the last message, amen, chapter three, that Christ wrote to the churches, the last three churches. Yes. Amen. 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 And we know that we are to watch. If we don't, the scripture says, I will come on thee as a thief. Go ahead. All right. The church age is almost over. Almost over. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Whoa, brother. It's it's, it's almost over. A lot of people say, well, how how, how long is it going to take for the church to be removed? It's been here 2,000 years, and it's still here. I know it's still here because I'm still here. Amen. How do I know I'm supposed to be here? I'm supposed to be here. Do you know what? They'll preach the gospel of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and try to tell everybody about the removal of the body of Christ. Because how long is it going to take right. for the Lord to, lo- the, to to remove the church? Let me tell you something. A twinkling of an eye. One thousand of a one thousand of a second. It's going to be a split second. I want you to get this now. It's going to be a split second. The church will automatically 
uniquely disappear. The souls of men that have been born again, and I ain't going by no denomination. I'm not going by how good you are. I'm not going how much money you got. I'm not going by how well you can speak. I'm not talking about your education. I'm no, talking no. about the church is those that have been washed literally, literally, spiritually in the blood of Jesus Christ. Because the blood of Jesus Christ is the only way God has out of all eternity. God only had one way to redeem man from sin. And that is, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him, it didn't say whosoever go to church, it didn't say whosoever is the right color, it didn't say whosoever, whatever, whatever, whenever, however, it says those that accept Christ, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, God in the flesh, seen of angels, manifested in the flesh, walked this earth 33 and one half years, and went to a place Whoa, that he said, I have to go to Jerusalem and suffer many things. What was he talking about? He was saying, I would have to be nailed to the cross of Christ. I got to be hung between heaven and earth. I got to bow my head and die. I got to go to the bowels of hell and preach to those in prison. I got to get up on the third day morning. I got to send back up to heaven. And when I send back to the heaven, I'm going to be gone for 2,000 years. A lot of people say, how do you know that? I know that because from Adam to Abraham, 2,000 years. From Abraham to the birth of Christ, 2,000 years. From the birth of Christ until the second coming, 2,000 years. 2,000 years are up for the church. The church Come is getting on, ready God. to go home. And what, what, kind of, what kind of rapture is going to be? It's going to be a worldwide rapture. No, look at here. Every continent, every Ooh. continent, every country. <laughs> Every hamlet, every ghetto, everywhere, the whole world, all the people that have accepted Jesus Christ as their personal mm-hmm. Savior will disappear. Now, get, right. get a hold of this now, because there ain't going to be no picnic. It's going to be a picnic for the saints of God, because I'm going to be ready to leave. How, That's how right, do man. I know that? It's what Christ done for me on Calvary's cross 2,000 years ago. And as the brother said, 2,000 years is up. It's done. How do you know? Jesus Christ said, before I come back again, there's going to be catastrophes all over the world. There's going to be wars, pestilence, diseases. There's going to be crime. There's going to be prison houses. There's going to be sane asylum. There's going to be baby harvesting. There's going to be porno going to rise up. It's going to be adultery. There's going to be homosexual. There's going to be lesbianism. There's going to be every mm. low-down, rotten, stinking sin that the devil can get in, the, get, get in the bowels of the earth and cook up all kind of evil and bring them on top side, and the world is tasting every bit of it. Even the churches are affected by what the devil's doing today. There's some folks today don't even go to church no more. Some people say, I ain't listening to the old crazy preacher. I'm not going to listen to the more, the more uh, 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 preachers that talk about hell's fire and talk about the cross. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear that. And that's what's going on in the world today because a lot of these old preachers are not preaching the cross. They're not preaching salvation. They're not preaching the, there's a hell uh, to shun in the heaven again. They're not talking about how Jesus Christ, the son of the living God, God himself, 
came down here in the flesh and suffered on Calvary's cross. And the world is there saying, man, I ain't got time for that. I got to have my football, basketball. I got to have my cars. I got to have my women. I got to have my drinking. I got to have my gambling. Man, I'm living. I'm living. I ain't worried about no rapture. I'm not worried about no hellfire. I'm not worried about nobody telling me anything about salvation through the blood of Jesus Christ. And by the way, I don't. A lot of people said I don't believe in that foolishness. That's that's that's, 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 that's weird. No, the reason is weird because you're weird first. And what Jesus Christ did, he was trying to bring you out of being weird, but he had to die the death of a weird a, a weird death that no other man, Woo! no other man died like Jesus Christ. And to That's me, right. that was that was love. That was love for God himself to sacrifice himself through his son so he could save somebody weird like me. Because let me tell you, the world, let me tell you, the world loves sin. Oh, come That's on, right. y'all. You get to submit it. You love sin. If you love sin, you hate Christ. If you hate Christ, mm. if you hate Christ, you love sin. But if you love Christ like you're supposed to, you will hate sin because sin That's is right. what separation, separation from God. If you don't know Jesus Christ, you are separated from God. You can honor me with your lips. You can pay your tithes. You can drive your fine cars. You can you can you you, you can have all the materialistic things to make look like you've been successful, but you're not successful. The only way you can be successful is that you repent, repent, and okay. believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Then you can have success. Woohoo! Look at here. Look at here. Man, if you got Jesus, you can be successful. What? Successful mm. that you know one day, one day, when I get ready to leave and press my dime pillow and the Lord calls me home, I know I got a place to go to. And it ain't going to hell. I'm going to heaven. Reading I'm going to heaven, okay. that's what Christ done. A lot of people rather go to hell now and, and miss heaven. And then, then go to heaven and miss hell. But the only time you're gonna miss, whoo, only time you're gonna miss heaven, is when you go to hell. And I don't want you to go, brother Bazaar. I don't want you to go. I don't want nobody to go to hell. I sometimes sit, go through the day, go through the hours, and I say, Lord, look at the people that's dying. Look at the people that's, right. that's going to church, have a form of God, and they don't know Jesus Christ. Because if you know Jesus Christ, you gonna talk about it. I don't want to talk about nobody else. Let me tell you, I don't want to talk about myself. I don't want to talk about no my friends. I want to talk about Jesus Christ and him only because he's the only one that can give me life. He's the only one that can give me joy. He's the only one that can give me love. He's the only one that can give me anything that I need, and nobody else can give me anything what Jesus Christ can give. Why? Because he's a God of gods. He is God in the flesh. He was manifesting in the flesh. And we go, we were going to come out of Daniel. So what I want to do is uh, uh, get a little bit of Daniel before I give it back to the brother. We're talking about Daniel and the 70th week, spoken by Daniel the prophet. I want to try to explain this 70th week, spoke, spoken by That's Daniel right. the prophet in the Old Testament. Amen. The 70th week represents a week, a week. One week equals seven years. I want to get, I want you, I want to place that into you. One week is equals seven years, seven years years that God owed who? He don't owe the church nothing. Only thing he owed the church is he brought salvation. And salvation brought 
brought through here by the Jewish people. The Jews are the ones that brought salvation into the world by Jesus Christ. You see, because the Jews is God's chosen people, and God used Abraham to bring forth Israel. When Israel came forth, God said, I'm going to use Israel and the patriarchs of Israel to descend down through 42 generations and bring the Savior into the world. Jesus Christ came from the Jew. Jesus Christ is a Jew. He came to his own people, and his own people received him not. But as many received him, he gave them power to become the sons of God. And the Jews are the ones that was called to preach the gospel. The gospel, and they refuse to preach the gospel. And so what did God do? God said, since you rebelled against me back there in the Babylonian Empire, y'all rebelled against me, and I brought you into 70 years of captivity. I let you go to Babylon for 70 years. 70 years the Jews suffered the hand of retribution. They suffered. They didn't have food. Their families were broken up. They, they, uh, 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 they were starving. They, 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 they didn't have no temple. They were living like God was saying, I'm going to teach y'all a lesson. I'm going to teach you a lesson that you can't turn your back on me. Ooh, and the Jews learned the lesson. They learned the lesson. And the lesson was, when you sin against God, when you do all kinds of things against God, the almighty God, you are going to suffer for it at the end. And I'm going to bring America in now. America has sinned against God. And I'm going to tell you whoever it is, whatever it is, where you're going, where you're coming from. And I don't care how well you love America because I love America too. But America, if she don't turn from her wickedness, and turn to the righteousness of God, she are going to suffer during the seven-year tribulation period. Now, I'm going to get back to that seven-year tribulation because I don't want to lose you. Now, that seven-year tribulation, God said, I'm going to let you go into Babylon 70 years. And then after you come out of Babylon, I'm going to restore you. I'm going to restore you back into the land of Israel. And it's going to take me 490 years for me to do this. I want you to stay right there for a minute. 490 years. God said, I'm going to work with you down to B.C. all the way over to A.D. I'm going to bring you back into the land of Israel and restore the nation of Israel so they can become the head of the nations of the world. Why? Because I chose Israel to be an example of knowing who is the true and living God. Uh-oh, look at here. Look at here. What did God do for Israel in the Old Testament? He opened up the Red Sea. He brought them all the way up from, from, from Egypt, all the way across the Red Sea, all the way up to Mount Sinai. He brought them all the way up to Mount Sinai and to the land flowing with men. God did it. No other nation could stop them. No other nation could try to stop them from doing what God has called them to do. They got up into the land of Cana, and he put them in the land of Cana and said, now I want you to be an example of the other nations that there's only one true living God because the Gentile nations had over 13 different kinds of gods to worship, and they were false gods. What they were worshiping? They were worshiping Lucifer. Lucifer. Lucifer got all kinds of gods. 
He got the God of the sun, the God of the moon, the God of animals, the God of rocks, the God of statues, the God of sex, the God of drinking, the God of gambling. Those are his gods. And that's what the Gentile nation was serving. And the God of Israel was serving the true God. And God said, I want you to show the nation, the behemoth nation, that I am the true living God. And guess what Israel guess what, guess, guess what? Guess what Israel does? They rebelled against God. And God said, 400 years, you couldn't last a 1,000 years of righteousness with me. You would have lasted about 400 years, and you turned your back on me, and I brought you to Babylon. And when I brought you to Babylon, I let you stay there for 70 years. But it's going to take 490 years for me to return, and you return in the land. Okay, here we go. Mm. I want you to catch a hold of this now. Amen. So 440 B.C. 440 B.C., Israel was released from Babylon. And from 440 B.C. all the way over to 33 A.D., 35 A.D., around in that area. And God had dealt with Israel. He restored them back in the land. He got them back into the land. When he got back into the land, he told them, I'm going to restore you to a place where you can be an example for me from now on. And guess what happened? 483 years, God dealt with Israel. But when Jesus Christ came, Israel rejected Christ as the Lord and Savior. And when he, they rejected the Lord and Savior, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, the one that came from Edom, the one with diagrammas on, the, 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 the baby that was born in the manger, the one that walked the shores of Galilee, healed the sick, raised the dead, cast out devils, they rejected him. And God said, because you reject me, I'm going to cut you off. Amen. And I'm going to cut you off seven years short of the 490 years. Oh, look at here. I'm riding the train. Amen, I'm going to bring it on down so you can understand this thing. He said, now, when I brought it, when I brought you into Jerusalem, and I came riding through Jerusalem on the coat of an ass, and y'all were saying, Hosanna, Hosanna, blessed is he that came in the name of the Lord. You was fooling yourself because the week after that, you crucified me. You nailed me to a cross. You let me hang for six long hours. You let me drop my head between the locks of my shoulder. You took me off the cross. You laid me in the grave. You let me stay there for three days. But I already told you before I left, I'm going to get up on the third day morning, and I'm going to have all Amen. power in heaven and earth in my hand. And when Jesus Christ got up on the third day morning, he had all power in heaven and earth in his hand. But one thing he did when he got up from the grave, he said, I'm going to cut the Jews off. And you will read this in the 10th and 11th chapter of Romans. He said, I will cut you off the natural branch, and I'm going to graft the Gentiles into the natural branch, and I'm going to do what? I'm going to build my church starting with the Jewish nation. How did he start with the Jewish nation? He started with the Jewish nation with 120 in the upper room. He said, I'm going back to Jerusalem, and I'm going to send you some power from down on high, and when you get that power, I want you to be a witness for me in the uttermost parts of the earth. Why is the church here on the earth now? 
The church is on the earth right now to give glorified to God and to let the world know that the church is the body of Christ and that the one mission of the church is is to win souls. Uh oh. That's right. Uh-oh. Amen. Amen. Win souls to Christ. I want right. the church to be a living example of my lifestyle. And my lifestyle was holiness. My lifestyle was love. My lifestyle was mercy and goodness. My lifestyle was to tell the world that Jesus Christ died and rose again, and he's coming back after the church. But the world is saying, oh, we got a form of church, but we don't have no power. They have a form of godliness. And I think the brother already named it. You're poor. You're wretched. You're naked. You know, you, amen, you're amen. losing your mind because you have a form of garland, but you don't have no power. But at the same mm. time, the church has been here for 2,000 years, 2,000 years, 2,000 years, That's the right. church is here. Now, what are we looking for now? We're looking for what? We're looking for the, the end of the church age. Well, the church age is over, over. There's no, it, it's no, there's no coming back to what we That's used right. to be. Ain't no coming back. Because we don't went too far. The preachers getting billions of dollars and preaching a bunch of garbage. The preachers are not Come telling on, the God. people there's a heaven to gain and a hell to shun. The preachers are not teaching them holiness. The preachers not teaching the blood of Christ. They're not teaching that Jesus Christ is literally, automatically, uniquely God Almighty in the flesh. And God did it all by himself. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost, all three are one. They're co-equal. If you want to know who God was talking, who Jesus was talking to, he was talking to himself. He said, I am a father of one. I'm in the Father, and the Father in me. He said, now, if you want to get to the Father, you've got to come by me. Well, if you've got to get to God to come by Jesus Christ, that means Jesus Christ has to be God Almighty, and he was Almighty in the flesh. And so what happened? The Jews were cut off. And they've been cut off since 35 A.D. They have not been reunited back into the tree. How can they be reunited back into the tree? Now, number one thing is when they get ready to be reunited into the tree, they got to be in the land of Israel. They got to get ready for the building of the temple. They got to get ready for the five helpers. They got to get ready for everything because when they get ready, ooh, and they're already getting ready to build a temple mm. and offer sacrifices of red heifers That's right. That's and get right. the high priest in line, they're trying to tell God, still trying to tell God, listen, we still believe in Judaism, but Judaism mm. is done. There ain't no more animals. Ain't no more turtle doves. Ain't no more bullocks. Ain't no more sheep. Why? Because Jesus Christ, oh, my God, Jesus Christ, God Almighty, went to the cross. He died once and for all. And when he died, that fulfilled the whole plan of salvation because only through Jesus can you receive the blood of Christ through the Holy Spirit. And when you receive that, by faith, by faith, repenting of your sins, and I'm going to talk mm-hmm. about myself now. Low down, dirty, rotten, bizarre, wasn't no bit of good mm-hmm. than a, a, a oh, my God. It was low down. He was a sinful person. He was a liar. He was a nut dog. Mm-hmm. Come on now. And some of y'all mm-hmm. out there think you all this and all that. 
Some people right, think right. all this and all that, but you ain't nothing until you come to Christ. If you haven't been to Christ, right. you're out there lost. You're headed for a devil's hell. You're headed for a lake of fire. You're headed for a place where you don't want to be. But let me tell you right now, except the man repent, he shall likewise perish. Now, breaking on down here. God came short of 483 years. 483 years was cut at the cross. So God owes who? He owes the Jews seven years to fulfill the 490 years. And this 490 years cannot be fulfilled because Daniel said there's a man coming that's going to make a covenant with Israel. He cannot Ooh. make a covenant with Israel. Get me, get me, get me understanding now. He cannot make a covenant with Israel until the church is removed. Because the church oh, and man. Israel will not be preaching the gospel at the same time during the tribulation right. period. Why? Because God said, I got to finish dealing with the Jewish people. And that's Amen. why, listen to what I'm saying, that's why the Jewish nation now is being attacked by six nations right now. They're shooting missiles at Israel. They're trying to blow them off the map. Why? Because Satan knows the Jews are due seven years of judgment, and they are going to be the ones that finish preaching the gospel for the last seven years. And now, listen to this. There are six nations. Number one, Lebanon. Lebanon got missiles aiming at Jerusalem. Syria got missiles aiming at Jerusalem. Jordan got mm. missiles aiming at Jerusalem. The West Bank has missiles aiming at Jerusalem. Gaza got missiles aiming at Israel. Iran got missiles aiming at Israel, this is the beginning of World War Three. Oh, come on, y'all. Wake up, church. You're sleeping. You're slobbering all over yourself. You're trying to find a way to escape the wrath of God. That's and right. you can't find it unless you find it in Jesus Christ because Amen. Jesus Christ took your wrath. Oh, he was beaten okay. beyond recognition for your sin. He was he oh, was lied on. He was ostracized. He was crucified. He was emulsified in anger, and they spit upon him. He took your wrath. Now, if you don't mm. come to Christ, you got to take your own wrath. And the wrath of God is no plaything. It's not no picnic. And so Israel, guess what Israel's getting ready to do now? Israel's getting ready to build a temple, mm. and that temple will bring them back. 3,000 years, and that's God said, you're going the wrong direction. But Israel is going to be taught a lesson. She's going to be taught a lesson in this last Holocaust that's coming up on earth because the Jews Mm. are one that the devil is marked, marking the Jews. He wants to get rid of the Jews. He can't stand the Jews. Why? Because Jesus came from the Jewish nation. Jesus is their Messiah. Lucifer is not the Jewish Messiah, but he's going to come on the scene. And when he come on the scene, guess what he's going to do? The world is going to be in a place where we can't find a president. 
America can't find no president. Biden, Trump, all the other presidents that came before him, none of them was a top world leader. Mm. You go overseas and you look at Iran, they don't have a leader. They got a dictator. China got a dictator. NATO has a part dictator. All these world powers can't find one man that come on the world scene and call himself God Almighty. But Satan Mm. said, I got one, and he can't come. He cannot come as long as the church and the body of Christ is here on this earth. And by him being on this earth, we're living in our last days because the white man is getting ready to ride. They tell me right. Russia getting ready, ready for the five nations, the five nations, mm. because this year, these nations now that's trying to attack Jerusalem, it's going to fail. And Russia right now, Putin ain't got no army. Putin is, is, is living on thin air, and he has to regroup his army. And he's going to regroup his army by getting Ethiopia, getting Libya, getting uh, uh, Turkey, getting uh, 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 Egypt. He's going to get those nations, five nations he's going to get after this war uh, uh, gets through, after Jordan gets through trying to get rid of Israel. And when they get Israel, they tell me something got to happen between now and September because they tell me they got IBM missiles. Atomic bomb, neutron bomb. And they said, we're going to get rid of Jerusalem. And God said, you ain't going to get rid of nothing because I'm going to intervene. And when I intervene, by the time when I get ready to intervene, I'm going to remove my body. I'm going to, what what body are you talking about? I'm talking about the body that Jesus Christ. Christ purchased with his own blood. I'm talking about the living saints. I'm not talking about the Baptists. I'm not talking about the Presbyterian. I'm not talking about the Catholic. I'm not talking about the Nazarene. I'm not talking about the Pentecostal, Holy, Holy Ghost, Church of God in Christ, Church of God. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the church. That the people have given their life to Christ and believe on his return. Because when he returns, the peace man going to come. The Antichrist going to come and say, "Hey, I got the, I got the, I got the, I got the formula. I'm going to sign a peace treaty." And listen to what it says in the book of Daniel, and I'm going to give it to the brother. Listen to what it says. This, this is the book of Daniel says. I ain't say this. I ain't got nothing to do with this. I'm just telling what the word says. And the word says in the ninth chapter, the 27th verse. Listen very carefully what it says. It says this here. The 27th verse says, Then he, that he is the Antichrist, he shall confirm a covenant with many for one week. What week? That seven-year tribulation. That's the seven-year tribulation. That one week is the week that God owes the Jewish people to fulfill the 490 times, 490 years that he will forgive them because Jesus Christ said, forgive your brother 70 times 7. What 70 times 70? 490. So the 490, God verified that he's going to give the Jews 490 years to repent, and they are going to repent at the end of what? Let me finish. Let me finish. It says here, and he shall confirm a covenant. That's the covenant with Israel. 
with many for one week. All the nations of the world are going to say, yes, this is the covenant we need. He said, but in the middle of a week, what week? The seven-year tribulation. He said, he shall bring an end to the sacrifices and offerings. What offerings? The Jews are going back to the old sacrificial offerings, and the offerings are not going to work because the Antichrist said, I'm going to shut it down. I'm going to shut this thing down. They're still worshiping the, the, the God of the Old Testament by animals. He said, no, I'm going to shut this thing down. And he breaks the covenant. He breaks the covenant in the middle of the week. And he shall bring it in to the sacrifices and offerings. He's going to tell the Jewish people, that's enough. I ain't, I ain't taking no more. And what I'm going to do, he said, and on the wings of the abomination shall be one who makes desolate. That means that the Antichrist, the man of sin, the devil himself, is going to rip the temple apart. He's going to stop them for sacrifices. He's going to remove the Ark of the Covenant. He's going to remove the Menorah. He's going to remove the priesthood. And he's going to tell Israel, I am Jesus Christ. I am God. And he's going to go inside the holies of holies and call it abomination, desolation, spoken by Daniel the prophet, and he's going to sit in the temple, and that's where the Bible tells me in the 13th chapter of Revelation, he's going to set up the image of the beast as artificial intelligence. Artificial intelligence, they're working on it right now in the lab. they got half, half human and half robotic that can talk, like a human being and think like a human being, and the Antichrist is going to cause this thing to be set up on the Temple Mount, on the Temple Mount in Jerusalem, and the false prophet is going to cause a miracle for it to speak both, and it's going to speak this. This is what it's going to speak. If anybody refuses to receive the mark of the beast by a computer chip, in their right hand or on their Amen. forehead will not be able to buy and sell. They're already working on the computer That's chip. Right. They got the That's computer right. chip. They got it. They got it. That's they right. They got it. They're using it. And the world is saying, oh, man, that's nice. That's nice to have yeah. a, a, a computer chip in your hand, and, 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 and you can do your business without carrying any cash around, and you don't have to worry about your record. All the record is in the computer chip. Ooh, y'all better listen. And then you ain't going to hear, the, hear this in the church too much behind the pulpit. Right. You're going to have what? Motivation speeches. How you can make quick money. How you can get a whole lot of women. How you can get a whole lot of prestige and fame. Oh, I can sing. I can do this. But that ain't going to be that. You don't hear the mark of the beast behind the pulpit too much today. The reason why, Satan knows his trick, but the world don't know. And the world is in the and believing that the church is going to stay here during the tribulation period. You're a lying wonder. The church is going to be gone because the church, on, the tribulation period was not made for the church. It was made for Israel because Israel is going to fulfill the 490 years that God promised Israel that he would restore him, and he's going to restore that. And when he restores, guess what's going to happen? And I'm going to give it to the brother. I got about minutes. In the middle of the tribulation period, what's going to happen to cause the world to be deceived? 
I tell you what's going to happen. The book of Revelation tells me what's going to happen. It's going to happen in the 13th chapter where it says, and one of the horns, one of the horns, there was a deadly wound to the head. There's going to be a assassination of the Antichrist in the middle of the tribulation period. That's a known fact. And this known fact is that the devil in the first and second heaven will be dismantled from the first and second heaven, and that's found in the book of Revelation 12 chapter, where the devil and his angels will fight against Michael and his angels, and the devil, UFOs, all kind of entities, all kind of Nephilim, all kind of demons will be cast out of heaven to the earth. Oh, let me pause there for a minute. The demons that's working in the earth today are coming to this earth. They are coming back from first and second heaven and from the bottomless pit. And when they come back, the devil, Lucifer, the red dragon, the old bells above, the serpent, the devil himself will be cast out of the heavenly for sure. And guess where he's going to be? He's going to enter and incarnate himself in the Antichrist. And the Antichrist will have been dead for three days and three nights. And he's going to resurrect the Antichrist from the dead. And it's going to be televised. Oh, listen to what I'm saying. I know I sound a little crazy, a little off tune. But as it shows you bone, if you left here, you want to witness everything that the word of God says. And it says that that Antichrist is going to get up, and when he get up, he's going to say, I'm God Almighty. And the world, the world, Bible says it in 13th chapter, and all the world wondered after the beast. This is the seventh week that was spoken by the prophet Daniel. It yet has to be fulfilled. It is on the verge of being fulfilled this year. How is that? Three more feast days. Three more feast days to be fulfilled. Three more. Just three more. All four have been fulfilled. Passover, unleavened bread, first fruits, resurrection, Pentecost is yet to be fulfilled in June. The Pentecost, the birth of the church. The birth of the church, we go four months later on, we find the Feast of the Trumpet. That's harvest time. And the harvest time mm-hmm. comes, harvest means in gathering, in gathering, in gathering. In gathering what? The church is ready to be gathered up into the heavens by the trumps of God. And the dead in Christ will rise, and we that remain alive shall be called to meet the Lord in the air. That's the next one. The next one is Pentecost. That's the birth of the church. Next one after the Pentecost is what? It is the Feast of Trumpet. After the Feast of Trumpet, October, it is the Yom Kippur. That's the second coming of Jesus Christ, seven years later. The mm-hmm. last one and the only one that's left is Feast of Tabernacle. That's when the church is getting ready to go into the millennium reign after Jesus Christ comes back to the earth at the Battle of Armageddon. This was getting ready to happen. All that you see today is going to end for the church at any minute. Jesus Christ That's cannot right. come in October. He, he cannot come in. He cannot come in January, February, March, April, May, June. He can't, he can't come in the months because those months is out of tone. Those months is not in sequence with God's time. The only time Jesus Christ can come in is September and October. So where we at now? We are getting ready to go into the planting month. The planting month 
is Pentecost. That's when the church was planted in the spring. Ooh. Man. After spring, summer, and autumn come, it comes to autumn. Autumn is what? Harvest month. That's when the tractors get out there in the field and start harvesting. That's when Jesus Christ is going to blow the trumpet Man. and the church will be removed. When it's removed, then God's going to go back with the Jewish people. And he's going to do what? He's going to give the Jews. And I'm closing. Let the brother have it. I didn't mean to go this long. I'm going to let let him. He said, but during the time of the tribulation period, God is going to let the Jews preach the gospel of the kingdom. And who's going to do that? It's going to be 144,000 Jews that will be preaching absolutely for 1,260 days around the world. ABC, NBC, Fox all the TV stations will be monitoring the gospel of the kingdom. After they get through, then God is going to send two prophets, Moses and Elijah. They will preach for the last three and one half years. The gospel will be preached by the Jewish people and not by the church. The church will be gone, and we will be judged. We will be judged in heaven and see everything going on. Go ahead, brother. Work with it. Amen, amen. All glory be to the most high God, amen. Amen. Brother, the rapture, amen, as you were saying, amen. The, the, a lot of this stuff is, will be televised. And, and think about this. Amen. Think about this. Amen. Think about this. With the technology that we have now, not Come with on, just please. television, but, but watch this. You say, well, couldn't the rapture happen 50 years ago? No. 100 years ago? Uh-uh. Or 25 years ago or 30 uh-uh. years ago. No, uh-uh. because even though we had cameras and television, the world still couldn't witness this great thing. Uh, <laughs> even, the, even, even the Antichrist, the thing that he's going to do during the tribulation period, the world could not witness this thing. The mark of the beast, the technology that, that we have now today that they have released at this time. They may have had the technology, but it wasn't released until now. Come on. When the rapture happened, amen. See, if the rapture would have happened 50 years ago, 100 years ago, if people was to disappear in certain parts of the world, certain countries, you wouldn't know about it until later, two days later. But because of the Internet and the technology, everybody got phones, cameras, (laughs) cameras everywhere. They're going to witness people disappearing in the twinkling of a moment, in the moment in the twinkling of an eye. People are going to witness people just disappearing. They're going to catch it on camera. They're going to see. On, people are going to be walking. They're going to disappear. They're going to be working. They're going to disappear. They're going to be driving. They're going to disappear. They're going to be flying planes. They're going to disappear. Anything people are going to be doing, they're going to just disappear, even though they'll be in the, in the secret and the prophecy of their own home to where we can't see it. Amen. They will still disappear. The government has a technology, according to what I understand, this guy in the military told me this. He said, Tim, don't mistake it. They can see you doing everything. I said, no, nah, bro. He said, no. Seriously, he said, in your house, if you got TVs, computers, or cell phones, they can see you in your house. Come I said, on, you sure? said, yeah. So when you disappear, though you may not be able to see it, anywhere that there's a cell phone, a camera, a TV, a computer, anything with t- any type of screen, they can see and they'll know that people all over the world will be gone. That's how we know that the time that we're living in 
that with the technology that has been released, that we are close to the return close. of the Son of Man, that Christ close is coming back to get to church. Amen. Closer than close, brother. We are on, we on top of this thing. As the brother said, it must happen between September and October. God is on a time. Amen. And God is always on time. Amen. And we cannot make light of this season, this time that we're in. Come on. The Bible tells us to watch. Who's it talking to? It's talking to us. My dad used to always talk about back in his time. Amen. When he was on earth preaching, he knew that we were close. But he didn't feel like, amen, and because the technology, because certain things wasn't revealed yes. the way that we do. Now the Bible is telling us to watch. We're watching and we have seen, amen, for the past amen. three years. For the past three yeah. years, remember three years ago, three years ago was April 2020, amen, and we're still in the month of April. We're almost about to be over. I think we got a couple more days, I think, after tomorrow. We're going to be in the May 1st, I think, Monday. Amen. Come on, preacher. Because of the technology, we know that we are here. It yeah. is, the Bible has told us to watch. Now we have seen. And because now that we have seen certain one of us that are preaching the gospel, we are now sharing this knowledge with you. And what's the funny thing about it is, don't you know that majority of the world is still lost? Majority lost. of the people who hear this message, they, like the brother said, they joke about it. They scoff at it. They laugh. Uh, I mean, I heard people, see, even still, they walking, just even on the job, just walking and hearing people with silly conversation, people mocking God. They make silly comments. Amen. They Come act on, as, as if God don't exist. They act as if God, God is, is not a God of heaven. He's not the God of wrath. Amen. Amen. Some people don't even know what the day of the Lord is. They, they think it's... It's, it's a particular day. It represents the seven years, in particular the last three and a half years of God's judgments and punishment on the wicked, not the saints. The saints won't be here. Amen. We will be called up. Amen. And as the Bible says in Revelation 3 and 10, that God will keep us All right. from the hour of temptation. We will yeah. be Either way it goes, you can believe that the saints is going to be here. I don't believe that the saints will be here because of what I've read and studied in Scripture. We will be gone. Amen? Gone. We will be out of here during the out time of, of tribulation. We will not have to deal with this, with the wickedness that's about to hit this planet. I've said this the other week. Amen? I think I said on the show, I believe that there are gates all over this planet. There are gates. Come on. And when, the, on. when the demons and those portals and gates open up, those demons going to come when, when God, with the Holy Spirit, see right now, the Holy Spirit is withholding everything. Can't nothing happen without God's permission. When the Holy Spirit step back, these demons going to come through these portals that are all over. They've been sending up these portals since the beginning of time. For this time, they've been sending up, they've been sending up uh, uh, these portals. And, and then you can go on, on documentaries and watch these different documentaries that they've been talking about. Some of these stone walls that look like doors all over the world that they even got records and stories that have been passed down through history of men telling stories of people actually in the past. I'm talking about not just 20 years, five years ago, 10 years, 50 I'm talking about before our time with our technology, hundreds and hundreds of years ago, stories have been passed down of people walking through these portals and gates, never to be seen again. 
amen, within man's lifetime that they went yeah, through these gates. Yeah. But you think about these gates, amen, what's going to happen? I'm telling you what's going to happen is that these spirits are going to come through these gates, amen. This, amen, this, brother. This, this is the time now. This is the time. They be showing you all this stuff on these different movies and shows. This stuff is about to come to pass. Come to amen. pass. We are, we are living, amen, but we are living in a time to where knowledge travels, man to travels and to and fro. Amen. The, 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 the Bible knowledge, the, the, so much information now. You see it on YouTube. You can learn about the Bible. People teaching about the Bible, teaching about revelation. You can, you can hear about certain things, which is a good thing because there are a lot of people getting saved through the ministry and the gospel online, yes, through is. the radio yes, stations, through the airways. People are getting saved. I hear people all the time say that, 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 that people are giving their life up to God and life up to Christ. This is a good thing. Amen. Because this is the time that time. probably more people in, in any other history of the church age, are probably getting saved now. Why? Because remember, like I said, hundreds of years ago, it was not possible to Come transmit, on, the, the, to have radio stations where people on the other side of the world could hear you. TV stations and tubes like YouTube and, and different social media sites where you can, you can broadcast and post something and somebody on the other side of the world can get saved. That Come time on, is not until now. That is because now the time of Christ coming back is now. It is here. Now. People are getting saved. It's not later. Amen. The church age is over. That's why now, like, if you were to go back 1,500 years ago, people would only get saved if people was to travel long distances and preach like Paul did. He would go from different cities 40 miles away, 30 miles away. Well, back in that time of Paul, People weren't going to and fro. People couldn't travel fast. They had to travel by walking or by horse. And then sometimes yeah. those, those journeys and those tricks would take days and sometimes months, depending on how far they had to go. It would take Come them on, sometimes take them days or weeks to get to certain places. But now we can post something. We can put it on the air. You can hear us across the world. You 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 you, you can put it on the YouTube and Facebook and Twitter, and people can see your message and see your. It's instantaneously. The information yes, of God, Lord. Yes, Lord. the word of God preaching the gospel of Christ is traveling faster now than any other time yeah. throughout the church age history in the past 2,000 years. Yes, sir, the bro. 2,000 years. Yeah. Don't play with this moment. Don't play with this time. Don't misjudge it. Don't say all oh, they're a bunch of quacks. They don't know what they're talking about. But man, I'm telling you, I've heard some of the most foolish things being said. But I tell you right now, boy, oh, boy, and I pray to the most high God, Yahweh of heaven, that you don't miss this opportunity to become Come saved. Come on, preacher. if you do, when the church is gone, Come on, the Holy Spirit, amen, the Holy Spirit going to step back. And only when the Holy Spirit step, step back. Can the Antichrist come on the scene? Come on, preacher. Those portals and gates are going to open up. And you talk about now. Let me tell you how, how I know that we're getting closer come and on, closer preacher. and closer. Because if you look at the evilness and the evilness. wickedness of the world, people, they are shooting almost daily. Almost Every daily. Every day. Every day they got mashed. We just had another one here in Texas. Five people was, was killed. Is now getting to the point. See, what y'all don't understand is what the tribulation is going to be 
is every wicked, foul thing that's happened since Cain slew Abel, since he killed yeah. his brother. From everything from killing, raping, murdering, stealing, molesting, organ harvesting, child harvesting, any evil thing that you could think of, and you can multiply times, we don't even know what number. It's Come on, preacher. So Tell much, it. all these things that's happened in 6,000 years is going to be crammed into a seven-year period Come and on, multiplied. Preacher. And it's going to be Tell unleashed it. on the world. You're talking about demons being unleashed. You're talking about the walking dead, the zombies. Demons are going to possess people's body. You think demon possession is bad now? Oh, you, you think the exorcist was bad? Or oh, you wait till the Holy Spirit step back. When the Come Holy on. Spirit step back and those demons run loose through, on this planet, Come for on. seven years straight. Come oh, on, man, you man. talk about people going to be, you think people are dying right now. You think only hundreds of thousands of people are dying per day now. Oh, we talking about in the millions. I'm talking about millions of souls millions. lost in a day, dying, earthquakes happening, fire, disaster. You got the the World War Three going to take place. Famine. On, the, the four horsemen are going to march this planet. And my gosh, war, famine, the Antichrist, and death and the pale horse, amen, and hell. Amen, brother. Those four horsemen are going to march this planet for seven years straight. And when I talk about, you talk about uh, being, and the closer we get to the end of the seven years, the number of deaths is just going to, it's just going to skyrocket. It's going to just increase. You're going you're gonna to go from hundreds of thousands of people to millions of people dying per day to tens of millions of people dying per day to over hundreds of millions per month. Man, it's going to be so much death on this planet. The people who are more tissue ain't going to be able to keep up with the bodies. I'll no. never forget when I talked to this guy, amen, when I first moved to West Texas. He had moved here from Pennsylvania, from Ohio, from the state of, uh, I think Pennsylvania, yes, the state of Pennsylvania. He told me, he said, man, I had to leave. Her from up there. He said, the people are dying from opioids like crazy. I said, so are you serious? He said, Tim, he said, the people are dying so much. He said, it's a poor state. It's cold. It's cloudy. It's dreary. People are depressed. There's no jobs. He said, people are on drugs. They are just dying like crazy. He said, so many people are dying from opioid in that state. He said that the mortuary's got bodies sitting outside. I said, you got to be placed. no, I kid you not. He said, the morticians can't get to the bodies fast enough. They got bodies just sitting outside. I said, Lord, have mercy. And that just reminded me of the great tribulation of what's coming. Man, people don't know what's fixing to hit this planet. Lord Jesus. Those bodies, are the morticians ain't going to be, they, you know what they're going to start doing? You remember when they, I remember when I was in school and one of my classes, they showed the, um, the Holocaust. Holocaust. And how the, the German soldiers, there were so many dead bodies, they would just bulldoze the bodies. I said, Dump, Lord, I couldn't believe them. that. Yeah, dumping them. I said, wow, if this actually happened, yeah, they had bulldozers. Yeah. soldiers. They didn't care if they missed some of the bodies. Some of the bodies would just, it would go on, some of just run over the body. And just some of the bodies that was in that little, that little scoop thing were just pushing those bodies in those deep holes that were just dug and just dumping those bodies into, the, uh, into those holes. I said, Lord, have mercy. Look at this. Look at it. Just dump Look those bodies. It. That's how it's going to be in the Great Tribulation. So many bodies is going to be just dumped in the grave. And they got caskets right now. They prepare. Yes, they do. And when they throw, they get those guillotines just cutting all people. They just going to throw you body. On, they ain't, they ain't gonna, listen to this. They ain't going to cremate you. They ain't got time for it. 
They ain't going to embalm you and clean you no, up and put you on no. a suit. They ain't got time to dress you up. You ain't going to put you in no nice little no. casket that's paid for with your insurance policy. They ain't got time yeah. for it. More chicks ain't going to get to bathe you and wipe you down and, and, may, and fix your hair and put makeup on you or make you look good. Ain't going to be time for that. They just going to cut off your head, throw you in this little body, set your, your head on your body, throw, some, throw you in a little old shallow grave, throw dirt on you. Some folks ain't going to even get that. The closer no. it gets to the end of Triple H, that's how bad it's going to be. Body's just going to be, the planet's just going to be smelling. The water going to turn into blood. The sea yeah. life on this planet. Now, remember, the, the, I think, I think the, the body of water on this earth is like 60 to 75 to almost 80% body of water. Can you imagine that, that blood, the water's turned to blood? Now all the sea life dying, this planet's going to smell. Die. The water, the lake's going to stink. The, the fish is going to come up to the surface of the water. Come on, and just preacher. Dead, just death going to be all over this planet. And you want to be here? You can laugh and scoff all you want, but I promise you that laughter going to turn to tears. Do you remember the people during the time of Noah when they laughed? Remember they laughed Come on, for hundreds of years? They laughed at Noah. They scalded in on rain, floods. What are you talking about? Ain't no such thing. See, just like they were saying there was no such thing as a flood. People saying the same thing now. It ain't no such thing as God. Don't you know that when that sky crack open, come on, preacher. Christ descend from heaven to get to church, and the dead in Christ shall rise up, and all the folks be gone off this planet. Lord, have mercy. Have mercy. All those people who will cry, who heard the gospel, who tasted the gospel, but didn't believe, but didn't receive Christ. They went to church. They sang, they danced, they clapped, and they felt good, but they didn't get saved. There's a lot of that Come going on. on. You know, that's a real thing. That's a real thing. That's over yeah. the book of Hebrews. The book, let, let me show you. I preached a sermon on this. Let me show you because this is, this is what a lot of preachers who like to say that, uh, uh, um, that, that say stuff like, oh, you can lose your salvation yeah, and you yeah. ain't Come saved on. forever. They love to run to this, this, this book right here, Hebrews 6. I preached on this. Hebrews the sixth chapter is verses one through uh one through eight. And really it really is one through twelve. But it talks about it talks about verse four says, For if it is impossible for those who were once enlightened mm-hmm. and have tasted of the heavenly gift yeah. and were made partakers of the Holy Ghost. You know what that means? Uh-huh. People go to church, they clap their hand, they dance. There are people been in church for years like that. They still ain't, they ain't sincere. They don't have the love of God in their heart. They ain't confessed with their mouth. They ain't believing that they're just as evil and nasty and cold-hearted as it can be. Come the on, church of Laodicea, they pompous. They, 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 they are, they are uh, bougie. They are, they are, uh, what's that word we used to say back in the day? <laughs> they are, uh, um, you know, when people think they all that, you can't tell them nothing. They think they better than everybody. I can't remember the word yeah, we used yeah. to use back in the day, but but that's how, that's the type of people that they are. But, but they 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 ain't received no God. There's people like that. These same people are gonna be left here. Left here. They can't believe that God didn't get them because you didn't love nobody. You were faking in the church. You wasn't real. You didn't really love nobody. You couldn't stand to to hug nobody. You you know you don't want to be around you you didn't know nobody you know you got you got people who go to church like that like that they all they all faking the church they smiling Come your people so they're out in the world they like they don't know you 
Tell and saw you at church. Saw you at church, son, but can't speak. Don't even want a whole conversation. Can't wait to get out of your face. I said, this this supposed to be the church. Amen. This is a real thing. Yeah, this real thing. Really, this is really going to happen. And it's going to be a sad time. Bad the church time. age is over. The church it's age over. is about over. It's time to quit playing. It's time to go before God and say, God, I want to be your child. Romans 10, 9 and 10. Thou shalt confess with thy mouth and believe in thy heart. Come on, that God has raised him from the dead. The Bible says, thou shalt be saved. Did you know that getting saved is easier than driving a car? Come on. Everybody want to learn to drive a car. Easier to drive a car. I mean, it's easier to, to, it's easier to get, get saved. saved than to drive a car. Drive a car. Amen. Amen. That's Amen. It. It's hard to drive a car. Amen. Yeah, but it's yeah. easy to get saved. I Come say it on. all the time. Come on to the Lord. We'll be back on the air tomorrow night. Yeah, Amen. Yeah. Tune in and listen. 5 p.m. East Coast, 4 p.m. Central. Thank you, Jesus. If you're on the West Coast, Amen. If you're on other amen. parts of the world, tune in according to the to the U.S. Uh, times, Amen. We want you to listen in because we don't want nobody to be lost. The, the, it, it just it makes no sense. How can we like the brother? How can we neglect such a great salvation? Great salvation. And when I say it's great, it's great. It's you going to get eternal life in a brand new body. That should be come enough on. if you just come on board. Uh, you mean to tell me I'm going to get to live forever in peace, love, joy? I ain't got to deal with no stress. You ain't got to deal with no evil people. You ain't got to deal with people who don't like you. God said, I'm going to save you. Come on, preacher, fix it. Yeah. Amen. 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 Church, I am royalty. Elder Bazaar is royalty. You are royalty. God loves us. He desires so much for us to be at the at the at the Lamb's uh, of supper. supper. We're gonna get yeah. we're gonna, we're gonna be, we're gonna get to meet the the uh, we're gonna be presented to Christ. <laughs> Amen. We're gonna be at the, we're gonna get married. Amen. We'll get married. Amen. And, and we're gonna be at the Lamb's supper. It's gonna uh-huh. be beautiful. Don't miss out on this heaven. It is beautiful. Paul said, "I hadn't seen, ear hadn't heard, nor has it entered into the hearts of men what God has for them that love Him." Oh, preacher, man, preacher. don't miss out. It's going to be miss great. Out. We're going to be back on the earth tomorrow. This is wonderful. Brother, I thank you for coming on the earth with me. Once God again. bless you.